Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Would you be the jerk for turning down a gift, then asking the gifter to return the item and get you an even nicer version of that item? We'll get to that in a bit, but first, am I the jerk for telling my wife it's her own fault for not getting invited on a group trip? Me, male 32, and my wife, female 31, have been together for about 6 years. We get along wonderfully and through everything have never had any major fights except for one thing. I personally feel like my wife makes no effort to get along with my friends. Now to give context, all of my friends and I went to the same university for undergrad three guys and three girls that are married. My wife is the only one that didn't have this common trait of attending undergrad between the eight of us, which is really not a big deal if you ask me. Early on in our relationship, my friends would always try and be friendly to her and talk to her when we would mutually hang out. My wife was cordial, but you could tell that she was uncomfortable. I would speak with her about this and she would always comment that she was an outsider to all of us. This always made me personally slightly miffed because I felt that my friends always made an effort to include her and make sure that she wasn't singled out. Throughout the years, my wife would attend events with me but would seem distant and would sometimes skip group events to hang with her college friends if she had something else planned. My friends never said anything but were nice and treated her kindly. Well, this week, I got a group text from my friends about planning a group vacation to somewhere next year. I quickly noticed that my wife wasn't on the group text and asked about it. I got a call from one of my friends who basically said that they didn't invite my wife because 1. Based on all the previous interactions, they didn't think she would want to attend. 2. Even if she did want to attend, her attitude is crappy and they don't want it to ruin the vacation. I thanked my friend for his honesty and told him I'd think about it. And while I love my wife, I figured she more than likely wouldn't want to go on a vacation with them. So I told my wife about the trip, and she asked about the details. I told her that while I was invited, she wasn't, and it wasn't because of anything she did, but because they thought she wouldn't want to attend. Well, this statement just seemed to be about how she's an outsider. She said that because of the history us seven had together, she had no chance of ever being a part of the group. She then went on a rant about how my friends are awful people and that she deserved to be invited even if she didn't want to be there because she's my wife. I sat there and listened to her vent and then finally I calmly told her that it was pretty much her own fault for not being invited because she had taken such a hostile stance with them from the get-go. She became a self-fulfilling prophecy about being an outsider. That's paraphrasing but something along those lines. She left the house and went to her mother's. I haven't spoken to her in several days, despite texts and phone calls to try and talk to her. I probably should have been more diplomatic about what I said. But I do feel my friends have been treated unfairly. Am I the jerk? I think the main thing here is the wife never seemed too disrespectful. They just didn't participate in a lot of the friend group events. They're your wife, you're going on vacation, they should have been invited. Also, hi, I'm Stephen, and if you love getting to decide whether or not somebody was just being a huge jerk, why not hit that subscribe button down below? That said, our next story is, am I the jerk for locking my children out of my room and refusing to look after them? I, 27-year-old female, have three children, 8-year-old male, 6-year-old male, and 3-year-old female. My partner and I both work, 
but since my hours are more flexible, I've picked up most of the childcare, such as dropping the children off at school and childminder, picking them up, taking them to the park, doing homework, etc., as well as 50% housework, so meals, ironing, etc. My partner will help after a little nagging, as well as usually taking the children out to the park at the weekend. Last week, I didn't feel good, but come Saturday, I felt awful dizzy headaches, hot flashes, etc., and was just so tired, so I asked my partner to take care of the children for that day. My three-year-old's clingy, she gets upset whenever I leave the room, as well as going through a phase where apparently the only word she knows is no. My partner was in and out asking for me to handle it. My six-year-old has a habit of asking me to do something, or where something is, whilst not even considering asking their dad. Partner came in and asked if I'd help settle my youngest as she was requesting me. I refused and may have snapped that he's her dad and to leave me alone. I'll admit my final fuse was when my six-year-old came in crying because apparently my eight-year-old was looking at him funny, so I told him to ask his dad, and when he left, I locked the door. My head was killing me, especially around a crying child. My husband woke me up very upset. Apparently at nap time, my youngest wouldn't settle without me. My middle child was upset because he thought he'd upset me. My partner was like, I know you're sick, but just offering cuddles to the children would have been nice, and I needed help. You know youngest gets upset without you, and apparently you're the only one who calms her down. It's not that he's not around and that she's unsettled, it's just natural for children to pick one person, and the doctors have said she'll grow out of it. My partner's upset, although even a week later, I'm still feeling dizzy with hot flashes. He just wants an apology, but I don't feel like I need to. Am I the jerk? Personally, I feel like OP's not the jerk here, and I feel like there's a major communication issue here. OP just seems to be expressing that they're not on the same page with their partner, and their partner doesn't seem to be taking the time to talk anything out. I mean, I know it's hard to set aside time to talk in a situation like that with young kids, but God forbid, even like in bed at night, you know, take 5, 10, 15 minutes to just talk about game plan, where you are, helping each other out and then immediately conk out. But I think OP's not the jerk personally, what do you guys think? Our next story is, am I the jerk for reorganizing my library while pregnant and telling my in-laws my husband wouldn't help me? I've recently had an almost obsessive urge to reorganize everything in my home. My library is one of the places I felt needed to be changed ASAP. So I asked my husband multiple times if he would help me, as my shelves are pretty high up and I have a lot of books that are heavy to move. He kept telling me that he would help me later, as he was busy. It felt like later was never coming, so I finally decided to just do it myself while my husband was working. My in-laws came to visit us and they walked in on me grabbing books from the higher shelves. They thought what I was doing was dangerous and that I could have fallen. My husband also freaked out and kept telling me to get down and saying I shouldn't be carrying heavy things. My father-in-law asked me why I hadn't asked somebody else to move my books for me, and I told him I did ask my husband, but he wouldn't help me. He did try to correct them, saying that he would help me later, but his parents told him off for not doing it for me. He thinks I made him look bad to his parents and is upset that I didn't correct them and because I didn't wait for him to reorganize my library. We keep arguing because I told him that he didn't help and that I didn't want his help anymore and that I would finish the library myself. Maybe it's the pregnancy, but I think OP is the jerk and they're not understanding that they're kind of being a little me, me, me here. They were just looking out for OP's safety and 
I mean, they did offer to give you a rain check and help you out with it later. I mean, whether or not the library does get reorganized or not, I think it is for the greater good that OP stays off ladders and lifting heavy things while pregnant. Like, basically, you didn't even give the husband a chance to help you. Our next story is, am I the jerk for canceling the plans for Thanksgiving after my parents called my brother's baby their first grandchild? I, 32-year-old female, have been with my wife Ava, 34-year-old female, for 8 years now, but we've been married for 5. She was a single mom of 3 kids when we started dating. She had 2 daughters, now 10 and 12, and a son, now 16. I've watched these kids grow up. I've read the bedtime stories, done bath time, the first days of school, PTA meetings, all of it. I very much consider them to be my kids, and they've been calling me mom for almost 6 years now. My brother Ivan, 28-year-old male, just had a baby girl with his fiancée Sarah, 27-year-old female. I love my niece and my kids adore their cousin. My kids have been the only grandchildren on my side of the family since Ava and I got together. And there's never been a moment where the kids and my wife were treated like they didn't belong. My brother is their uncle. My mom and dad are their nana and pop. The kids see my family as their family. And I always thought that my family felt the same way about them. The kids and I were over at my brother's house, just hanging out, and my parents ended up dropping by with gifts for my niece. Ivan laughed when he saw the toys and told her mom and dad that they were going to end up spoiling her rotten. My mom said since my niece is their first grandchild, of course they have to spoil her. My kids were sitting in the living room with all of us, and my youngest daughter looked hurt when she realized what my mother said. My son and my 12-year-old didn't fully react to it, but I could tell it bothered the both of them, too. Sarah spoke up and said, Oh, you mean first grandbaby, not first grandchild. My dad shook his head and replied that my niece was their first grandchild. I didn't want my kids to keep sitting there and listening to that, so I handed my son my keys and told him to wait in the car with his sisters. When they were gone... I asked my parents why the heck they would say that my kids weren't their grandchildren, and my mom said they couldn't be their grandchildren because they weren't really my children. My wife and I were going to be hosting Thanksgiving at our house this year, but I told my parents that if they didn't view my kids as their family, then they could just host a meal at their own house with their real family while I spent the holiday with mine. I left before they could say anything else to me. And my wife and I have reiterated to the children that they'll always be my kids and I'll always be their other mom, regardless of our DNA. My brother is pissed at me now because he thinks I reacted too harshly and that I should try and see where my parents are coming from. My mom texted saying that she and my dad love the kids but they still aren't their grandchildren and she hopes that we can come to understand that because she doesn't want this to ruin my niece's first Thanksgiving. I haven't replied back. I meant what I said, but I'm worried that maybe I'm reacting too harshly. This would be one thing if OP's wife was just like the mother of those children and they still had another parent and they were just OP's stepchildren, but OP embraced these kids at young ages and OP even clarified that they adopted these kids. So regardless of where the kids came from, whether they came from a foster house or a single mother, OP adopted them. They are their kids. The grandparents are the jerks here. Opie's definitely not. This next story is, am I the jerk for telling my ex-husband's son that my daughter is not his sister? My ex-husband's son, Caden, was born during the course of our marriage, and I was in a vulnerable space, so it didn't make sense for me to leave. 
Caden's mother got institutionalized a few months after he was born, and my ex got full custody. Now, I wasn't a mom to him at all, just a responsible adult who cooked meals for him, kept him safe, and looked after him when he was sick. I finally left my situation when Caden was three, and I still babysit Caden sometimes, because I'm the only one he feels comfortable with other than his own daddy. Now, after struggling with infertility for years, I had a surprise baby with my friend Will. It was a shock for the both of us, but we decided to embrace the gift and co-parent together. Will is my best friend, and his son Aiden, five years old, is a doting big brother to my daughter, now seven months old. The other day, I was babysitting Caden for a few hours when the kids, Caden and Aiden, got into a fight over my daughter. Caden told Aiden that my daughter was his sister and not Aiden's. I gently explained to him that even though he wasn't my daughter's big brother, he could definitely be her buddy. He was inconsolable. I had to tell him that Aiden was indeed her big brother. My ex is furious with me for telling him that my daughter isn't his sister. He thinks that my comments were harsh and inappropriate for a five-year-old. I think that my comments are okay. I don't want to confuse a little boy and create expectations and disappointments down the line. Am I the jerk? It might be painful to see this kid really upset over the situation, but I think OP did the right thing. They're not sugarcoating it or keeping up some kind of false expectation for the kid. And it has nothing to do with liking them less or preferential treatment. It's just making sure they understand the way things are. This next story is... Am I the jerk for serving my guests disgusting food? I was at the butcher looking for some cheap meat to use for tacos at my housewarming party. My wife got me an awesome new smoker and I wanted to try it out. The butcher mentioned that he had some beef tongue and beef cheeks. I went weak in the knees. I love those cuts of beef. So much flavor. And proper barbacoa is made from that. So I picked it up. I prepared it the way I was taught by my grandfather. It was awesome, smoking it makes it so tender. I made tortillas from scratch as well. We had our party and everyone enjoyed the food, until my wife's brother's girlfriend asked for the recipe. I declined because it was my family recipe and I don't like to give away recipes. I have in the past and I end up getting crapped on because it doesn't taste as good and I must have sabotaged them on purpose. No, Madison, I didn't sabotage you. You used cinnamon powder in your chili instead of a couple cinnamon sticks, like I said. My wife told me to please play nice and share, so I wrote out the recipe for the girl. She immediately starts dry heaving like she's going to hurl. My brother-in-law comes over to see what's going on. She screams that I served dog food for supper. So everyone starts asking what she means and she starts waving the recipe around and saying that beef cheeks and tongues are what she buys for dog snacks. No one else complains. They all say that she's being ridiculous and that the meal was great. She's left there crying and being comforted by my brother-in-law. Now she's flaming me on Facebook, calling me names and saying that just because I ate peasant food growing up is no reason to feed it to others. I also feel kind of guilty because I thought I was doing a nice thing making authentic food, but I guess I might be a jerk for serving cuts of meat that Americans don't think is fit for human consumption. I've watched plenty of MasterChef to know that cuts of meat that are unconventional to most people like beef tongue and beef cheek can make some pretty awesome dishes. And also let's be fair, lobster used to be considered a poor man's food. 
in the early 1800s, they used to serve it to like prisoners and people who had next to nothing would eat it. Now how is lobster looked at? Our next story is, am I the jerk for how I treated my husband's ex? My husband and I have been married a year. We're both 31. Before we met, he had a very long-term girlfriend of six years, starting freshman year of college and into their 20s. He said they broke up because their passion fizzled. They didn't hook up the entire last year that they dated. She's fine. I've met. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Her a few times. She lives out of state, but we've been at mutual weddings and events. No jealousy. She's now married herself. It's all fine. Except she makes comments about their relationship that annoy me from time to time. Not overly flagrant stuff, but still like mentioning their apartment or some trip they went on or some shirt she bought them once or whatever. It's not obnoxious, but I get a slight territorial vibe from her. Like she was his first love. She still knows him super well, that kind of thing. So she stayed with us last weekend when she was in town for a baby shower and she and I hung on a lot while my husband worked. She kind of did it again, like saying, isn't it so funny how mellow he gets after he's drinking or other random stuff like before? But then she actually said she thinks it's so funny how he leaves shampoo in his hair so long when he showers. He does, but that's irrelevant. I felt like the underlying message was, she's seen him in the shower. I don't think I'm imagining this, but that last comment really bugged me. So much so that later that night after I'd been stewing, I told her that her comment about shampoo was so funny. It's true that he does that, but anytime I'm with him when he's showering, there's other stuff on his mind. She said, oh really? In a sort of surprise tone. And I said, yeah, I mean, if I'm in there with him, we're screwing in a breezy LOL tone. She acted completely offended. She was cold the rest of the weekend and texted me Monday that she thought that wasn't cool what I said. I haven't apologized. Am I the jerk? Honestly, I don't really think that what she said justified what OP did, but I also feel like her reaction to what OP said was over the top too, so maybe there was some truth to it. I also feel like even though OP said a bit much, it wasn't like enough to justify that action where they go, oh my god, and stop talking to you and just freeze you out. How dare you say that you do things with your husband in the shower? Our next story is, am I the jerk for not moving out of my table at a restaurant so a couple could have their wedding shoot? I'll make this short. I was having dinner with my best friend in a very popular restaurant in our city. It's one of those pink slash full of flowers restaurants, those aesthetic ones. While we were sitting there dining and minding our business, a couple dressed as bride and groom comes in. They were having their day after photo shoot around downtown apparently and also stopped at the restaurant to take pics because of the aesthetic. Now I didn't particularly mind their presence, they did their thing, 
When I started getting annoyed though was when the photographer asked us to move seats for around 15 minutes so he could photograph the couple at the booth we were sitting at because it's one of the most famous parts of the restaurant. We kindly declined because we were already dining, having a table full of meals, plus the restaurant was packed, so only a couple of really small tables were empty for us to sit. The photographer kept insisting that we should pause for a while and do this favor to the newlyweds. We kept declining. Then the couple stepped in and both started begging us about how special it is that they take pictures there. My friend and I said we understand it might be special, but this is a restaurant. They don't own the restaurant and they can't just have people move seats just like that. The groom ended up yelling and asking for the manager to step in and move us. The manager declined since he wasn't getting any share for having the restaurant used as a photo shoot place and also defended us saying that he won't move paying customers so that the couple can occupy the place for free. The bride was tearing up and said how we were heartless for ruining this for her and making her upset one day after her wedding. They eventually left. My friend and I felt no shame for what we did, but when we told our other friends, they said we lacked compassion and it was just a nice gesture so we should have done so to make someone happy. Am I the jerk? Honestly, I don't think they're the jerk, but I feel like if I was in that situation, it might suck, but I probably would just to like let them have their moment. But I think you, as a customer, during normal business hours, have just about a God-given right to just continue to sit there and enjoy your meal. I'm honestly impressed that they would allow these people to even do this in a restaurant known for aesthetic without, like, making a proper reservation or something. This next story is, am I the jerk for suggesting that my parents move out of the house? I'm the oldest of my parents' eight children, all three to 16 years old. I'm 23. My biological father died two months after I was born, and my father, stepfather, has been present in my life since I was three years old. The house I currently live in belonged to my paternal grandfather, who, when he died, as he had no wife and children, my biological father was an only child, made me the only heir of his things. He passed away when I was 15. As the house was quite big, seven bedroom and four bath, my parents talked to me about our family moving there as it would be cheaper and accommodate everyone. The only thing I wanted was the master suite for myself, and it actually became my bedroom. Currently, my mother is six months pregnant again. I work and earn a good salary. I don't pay the house bills, but I help with the groceries. This month, I started having complaints from my parents saying that I should help more with my younger brothers. I always argue that I'm not their father and that it's their responsibility as they're so financially tight and started to charge me to pay some bills because they weren't able to and I started to pay some but not as they wanted. I had my limit when they suggested that I move into their room as they would need space for the new baby and they pay most of the bills so they should have the biggest room. I told them they can pay most of the bills, but they don't pay a dime on a huge house and it's only in my name, and that if they want more space for their ninth child, I suggest they move to another house, because I am owner of the house and I won't give up my comfort because they don't stop having children. They called me an ungrateful son and that they raised me to be empathetic and kind, but I'm showing myself to be a cold and extremely selfish person who threatens their own parents to take them out of the house for not agreeing with a suggestion. I talked to my maternal grandmother. 
She said that she understands my side, but that I may have been very hard on them, especially since they were my parents. They're not talking to me properly, by the way. Am I the jerk? Not in the US. Considering the fact that they have, what, eight other kids? They're incredibly lucky that they just have to pay the bills for the house. There is legitimately no greater luxury than having a house that is completely paid off and not having a house bill. 100% OP could kick all 10 of them out of that house and clearly afford it on their own. They're essentially trying to take over OP's property and push some of the responsibilities on OP's shoulders, which never was OP's responsibility to begin with. I think they're not the jerk. If you're tight on money, condoms are pretty cheap. Our next story is, am I the jerk defending my husband after a prank went horribly wrong? My husband Jaden, 26, loves jokes and pranks and stuff. I'll admit I'm not one for them and find most of them dumb, but our daughter Lucy, 5, loves them. They basically do a bunch of stupid pranks to each other. And to be fair, Jaden does keep it harmless. Last month we got some realistic looking spider toys with other decorations. Since we got them, Jaden and Lucy have basically taken turns putting them around the house to scare each other or me. I honestly find it annoying, but the two of them love it. Lucy does usually get scared, but when she realizes what it is, she laughs and finds it funny or tells her dad off. It's actually adorable when she tells him off though, and Jaden always pretends he's scared even when she gives it away beforehand by giggling and watching him. So about two weeks ago, Jaden set it to fall on her when she opened her toy box in the playroom. Lucy didn't open it and apparently he forgot it. Later that week, we had my family over, including my brother Leon and my nieces, Tara, 3, and Zoe, 6. Zoe was bitten badly by a spider when she was younger, even had to go to the hospital. Since then, she's deathly afraid of them. I would go as far as to call it a phobia. The kids went to play and the spiders fell on them. Zoe completely freaked out and just melted down. We came down and saw what happened. Jaden did apologize and tried to cheer her up, but Leon was furious. He basically accused us of doing it on purpose, that we should know better, and just calling us jerks. We did apologize and explain that it wasn't meant for Zoe, but my brother didn't listen to him at all. Leon left early with my sister-in-law and nieces, and the whole night was kind of ruined. I've tried to talk to him after, but Leon's still pretty pissed with us. It's been a week and he's still acting like we tried to murder Zoe. I've tried explaining again that it was an accident and a mistake, but he thinks basically it's too convenient a mistake. And that if it is, Jaden's still a jerk for being so immature, and that I'm a jerk for defending him. So now he basically refuses to see us unless Jaden is banned, which is ridiculous. I do feel bad that it went so wrong, and I understand that it was a horrible mistake. But it wasn't meant to happen. It was meant to be for Lucy who likes these stupid pranks. I think Leon's overreacting, and he thinks I just don't really care about my niece. I agree with OP that I think Leon is overreacting. The fact of the matter is it was never planned for Zoe. It was an honest mistake where you were trying to have fun with your kid, and you kind of forgot about it. Just be grateful that they were having fun with plastic spiders and not going full Adam's family. They'd probably have dart traps set up in that house. This next story is, would I be the jerk to ask someone to return a baby gift I want a more expensive version of? I'm having my first child in a couple of weeks, and my in-laws asked what I was missing to buy for the baby. I sent a link to a playpen that I wanted to get the baby, which is $125 on sale from $180. 
It's the color I want, with music and vibration features. It has multiple pockets and a big space for pampers, bottles, etc. Plus, it has near-perfect reviews. Yesterday, my sister-in-law showed me the one they got me, which is $90, but in a color I don't like, with a smaller area to put baby things and no outside pocket. It was like they didn't put in the effort to order the one I wanted and ordered the first one they saw at Target. Personally, I feel awkward with these things and just said thank you and it's cute, but I truly don't want it. Would I be the jerk to request they return it and get the one I asked for and sent the link to? This is one of those situations where you take the gift, you return it and you buy the more expensive version and you just eat the cost of the difference. I think OP would be the jerk to involve them in any of the return process. That said, our final story of the day is... Am I the jerk for getting mad that my friend didn't invite me to her wedding? I, 32-year-old female, have known this girl, we'll call her Amy, also 32-year-old female, since first grade. We were best friends all through school until we went to different colleges in the same city. At 23, we both started dating. I happened to introduce her to her boyfriend. We'll call him Mike. At the time, everything was fine, but Mike started showing some jerk behaviors and Amy tried to end it and couldn't because he used some manipulative tactics that worked perfectly. All of our common friends told Amy they didn't like Mike for her, that she deserved better, but she stayed with him. Our fallout happened about five years ago when some friends told me they found Mike on a dating app. Nobody wanted to tell Amy, so I did because if that happened to me, I would like to know. The thing is, instead of believing her friend, she told Mike what I told her, and from that day on, he hated my guts, and without words, he let me know, with nasty stares, etc. Fast forward to current events, Amy got engaged, and I also got engaged, and my friends threw me a bachelorette party, where I decided on the list, six friends, that didn't include Amy, whom I haven't really talked to or seen for over two years, and apparently she was pissed that she wasn't invited. I got married at City Hall with only our families and best friends and that was it. Though at a moment we thought of doing something else of about 50 people where she wasn't going to be invited. Only my best friend knew that. Now it's time for her wedding, which isn't going to be small, I assume at least 150 people. And I wasn't invited. It was hurtful considering there's a long relationship that had some rocky places, but still. Talking to my best friend, she blames me saying I started it by not inviting her to my bachelorette, where we could have mended things, and because I was thinking about doing a small gathering and not inviting her, which I told her didn't matter because that never happened, it was only a thought. So am I the jerk for getting mad I wasn't invited, or is Amy right? I think OP is the jerk because considering in the entire history, why would they even A. want to try to maintain a friendship? or an acquaintanceship with this person, and B, if this is a situation where they didn't believe OP when they were trying to help out initially five years ago, and they've been on rocky terms ever since then, why is OP so pressed about going to their wedding anyways? But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another absolutely crazy Am I the Jerk here story, check out that video on the left, or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.